Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Tuesday, and it is Tuesdays with Terry. Welcome to another episode of Tuesdays with Terry. I'm talking to you live from Austin, Texas. And you know what they say about Austin. The sun is hot, the barbecue is sweet, and all the drinks are free over here if you're hanging out with me. It's great to have you. Thanks for listening in today. I appreciate it. And by the way, if you know somebody that could get a, a benefit, could get a uplift, could get some energy, or could get a tip from some of the things that I talk about or some of the things that I say, would you do me a favor, please, from my heart? Would you be so kind as to share the podcast with a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a relative, and invite them to tune in? I'm trying to build my audience, and I'd like to... Uh, have a larger audience and a larger uh, uh, group of people to help out if I can. And if you can help me with that, man, I'd sure appreciate it. But just for a minute, let's play a game. Let's play a game that the telephone rings at the end of the day. You just got home and you pick up the phone and the voice on the other end of the line says, John, Mary, uh, Sue, whatever your name is, I've got some marvelous news for you. You've just won an all expense paid trip to go to Cabo, uh, Mexico. And I don't know if you know much about Cabo, but we have the opportunity to go. The only thing is you have to be ready to go tomorrow morning at 7.35. That's when the flight leaves. And I have two extra tickets. They just became available. You are going to go with me. You're going to go with my wife. And you are going to live the life of a millionaire of luxury, the life of luxury for four fun-filled days. How many of you would be excited to go to Cabo uh, with me, fly first class, live in a millionaire's villa, uh, uh, board a private yacht, and spend four fun-filled days in Cabo, Mexico? We would do all the fun things that you could do down there from uh, uh, experiencing some of the best tequila in the land, you know, some of the best tequilas down there in uh, Cabo. I'll tell you, we would we would uh, sunbathe on some of the, the most beautiful yachts uh, down there. We would we would live in a in a villa on the beach where we would have our own private butler service and we would be able to work out and exercise and eat good food and feel great about ourselves. I mean, four fun filled days. Only thing is you have to be ready to go tomorrow morning at 7.35. How many of you want to do that? Well, And all of a sudden you say, yes, Terry, count me in and I'm going to take my significant other and I'm going to join you on that trip to Cabo. Well, you hang up the phone and all of a sudden hit you like a whack in the side of the head and you say, wait a minute, I got some things to do. Man, I've, you, take, you say, well, I got to do a whole lot of things I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do. And your significant other grabs a piece of paper and they rip a piece of paper in half and they say, well, let's, let's make a list. Let's make a list. What's the first thing you have to do? Because I really want to go to Cabo with Terry and his wife. And then you say, well, here's the first thing I got to do. We'll say, what's the second thing you got to do? And you write that down. What's the third thing you got to do? And the fourth and the fifth and the sixth thing you have to do. Let me ask you a question. How many of you believe that you probably would be more productive in the next 24 hours than you are normally in one, two, or three days if you knew you could go on a four-day fun-filled trip to Cabo with me? Then if that's true, then let me ask you this question. Why don't you do that every single day 
of your life. Why don't you say to yourself, if I can get this and this and this and this done today, tomorrow I can go on the trip. As a matter of fact, you know, if you set up your life, if you set up your day, you set up your week, you set up your month, and you become very good at accomplishing your objectives, you become very good at accomplishing your goals, and that's what I'm really talking about is do you have some goals? Do you have some personal goals in life? Do you have some personal goals for yourself? Do you have some goals for your business? Do you have some goals for your team? What I'm really talking about is getting things done. So number one, what I wanted to share with you today is you got to have some goals and you got to have them written down. <clears throat> You've got to put those goals, you got to get them out of your mind, you got to put them on paper. You see, when they're in your mind, they're wandering around with a bunch of other stuff. When you get them on paper, you step back and start looking at things from 60,000 feet, but you have to have those goals. You've got to write them down. I don't know where you put your goals. I don't know if you, when I was, um, uh, when, when I was really trying to focus on my fitness or my health, I would go into men's health or GQ magazine, I would find some pictures and photographs of these volleyball players or, you know, cologne models or whatever that had their shirts off. And I go, man, I want my body to look like that. And I would take that picture or a couple of pictures and I'd put up on my bathroom mirror every morning while I'm shaving or I'm getting ready, you know, brushing my teeth. I'm looking at that and I'm looking at that and I'm looking at that. And that was my goals. That was what I, what I, was, what I was trying to uh, attain. And by the way, you know, for those of you who are seeing this live on video is I actually am a personal trainer, but I'm just in the off season right now. Joke. OK, joke, joke. But uh, I used to be until I started in the uh, fitness business as an exercise physiologist. In any case, about your goals, are your goals realistic? Are they attainable? Everybody does better when they have some goals. What I'm really talking about is how's your business doing, how's your personal life doing, and how do you get that to move forward? If you have a business, what I would tell you is you got to have some goals. You got to share those goals. You have to have what I call center of influence. So a lot of people understand what the organizational goals are and what we're doing and where we're going. Do you think that for one moment, people who have accomplished a lot in their life, they just stumbled upon success? Do you think for one moment that people think about athletes who are professional athletes? Did they just stumble? Do you think the Houston Astros just and the team just stumbled onto the World Series and they just happened to beat the Phillies and they just happened to be winners? You know, in fact, that that's not true. You know that very successful athletes have a game plan, have goals, have training schedules and get it done. You see, the mind is a very powerful GPS system. It's probably the most powerful computer that was ever created. But you got to get it out of your mind and you've got to get it down. I heard um, Ed Milet speaking the other day. If you haven't ever tuned into Ed Milet, I'm a highly recommend him. He's a great, uh, a great presenter and a great speaker on, on success. But he was talking about how he took his goals and he put them down on his phone. People check their phone over 400 times a day. Pick up your phone, you take a look at your phone, and the first thing you see is your goals. It reminds you. It becomes what you're focused on. It becomes what you are obsessed with in terms of accomplishing and your mind is a powerful GPS and it takes you, in fact, over time to achieving those objectives. Do you think that, uh, who was the guy that, that, that climbed Mount Everest the very first time? Sir Edmund Hillary. Do you think that he was just wandering around on a hike one day and there, lo and behold, he ended up at the top of Mount Everest? Is that how that happened? 
Why, no, that wasn't how that happened. It happened because he had a goal and a plan. He trained for it, expedition, etc. And he was the first man. What about the four minute mile? You think that um, the gentleman that uh, broke the four-minute mile that he was just out for a run one day. He went out for a jog. He decided to go out for a run, and all of a sudden he said, I'm going to try to run really fast today. No, you see, that's not really how that happened. I mean, the airplane and the Wright brothers, do you think that the Wright brothers were out just flying a kite one day or playing with their model airplanes, and all of a sudden they were you know, in North Carolina on Kitty Hawk, and all of a sudden they said, you know what, this is kind of crazy, and the wind kind of picked up, and lo and behold, that, that little thing they had there took off. Is that how it worked? No, it didn't work that way. The iPhone, the computer, the table that you're sitting in front of the car that you're driving right now, all started with a thought, all started with a goal, all started with a plan. And so I'm asking you, if your life is going to be great, if your life is going to be successful, do you have a plan for that? Some of the times and the things that happen is we get afraid, right? I, I remember, you know, we, just starting Orange Theory Fitness, I remember I was afraid. I was afraid because what happened for me personally is I didn't have a lot of choices at the time. And so what I did is I liquidated all my investments. I liquidated my 401k and it all totaled up, true story, to about $473,000. And I said, I'm all in and I'm going in. And I had to find a partner and I did to make it work. But everything that I had, I put into that business to get it off the ground and to get it started. And the truth is, it's scary to start a business. You're putting your neck on the line. You're putting your backside on the line. When you sign personal guarantees for leases on equipment, when you sign personal guarantees for leases on buildings and property, it is a risk. And so what happens many times is we know that there are risks ahead. We set the goal. We want to make the goal. We want to make it happen. And there, there are risks. But what happens is we get afraid. And so much time our fear holds us back. And you say, well, I'm not afraid. It depends how much you have to risk, how afraid you are. Many of us, if you remember back to the high school dance, right? Many of us, as I'll speak for myself as a young boy, uh, a young adult, <clears throat> high school, we go have the dance in the gym and you have to, you know, the music's playing and they have to walk across the gym and ask the girl out. That's a risk because you have a chance where the girl might say no. And if she does say no, then you've got to take the walk of shame all the way back across to all your buddies and go, oh, man, you try to get back with your buddies and, you know, they might rib you a little bit because she's turned you down or because she said no, but that is a simple illustration of risk. Are you willing to take the risk in order to get the reward? So what are people afraid of in life? They're afraid of the risk. They're afraid of, uh, you know, that, uh, they might be criticized they are afraid of uh, maybe the, the loss of love, right? That was a small illustration of asking a girl out. But if you do this, it might involve something where it puts your relationship at risk. Maybe you want to take the job where you have to move across the country. Maybe you have to take the job where you have to move to another city. But if you do that, you might risk the loss of love. Are you looking at the risk of old age. I'm too old. What are you telling yourself? What's the story you're telling yourself? I'm too old. I can't do it. All right, what you're really making is an excuse because you're afraid of the risk. If you're too old, you don't have time in your life to recover out of that situation. Are you afraid of death? Are you afraid of you know poor health? 
Are you afraid of, man, I'm just not going to have meaning or purpose in my life? I don't know what's holding you back or what the fears are that you have. But all I'm suggesting is fill your mind with the good, the pure, the positive. Stay focused on the goals. Repeat affirmations to yourself about what you can accomplish. Look back at your past accomplishments to give you motivation on what you've been doing. I'm telling you, go back to, I bought the car. Go back to, I finished the high school diploma. I finished the college degree. I did get the job. I got the promotion. I completed the yard work. I completed the painting. Whatever it is in your life where you can go back and say, I was successful or I have some wins in my life, start putting those down on paper and repeating those back to yourself because it's powerful. I love that word, powerful. It's powerful. You've got to read the good stuff. You've got to listen to the good things. That's why you're listening to this podcast, I hope and I trust. And again, so many people focus on the problems in their life instead of on the solutions and how to achieve their goals. And you've got to spend more time looking for solutions and talking to people, find a mentor, find those five people in your life that can be advisors to you, your personal advisory board. I've talked about that in the past. Find those advisories, uh, people, find a mentor and focus on solutions. Ask other people, what are opportunities? What are solutions? I'm going through a thing in business right now where I've had to reach out to other professionals in the fitness business and say, listen, I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this, and I failed at all three or four or five of them. I need a new solution. I need a new idea. I need to maybe step back and approach this from a different angle. And I need somebody to look at it because I'm too myopic. I've got the blinders on and I see it through my glasses and the way that I'm looking at it. Is that true for you? Is that true for your life? Is it true for your relationships? Is it true for your business? All I'm suggesting is get a goal. Don't be afraid Focus on the solutions and not the problems. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to numb it with alcohol or drugs uh, or distractions, right? Sometimes distractions numb, uh, numb our pain, numb our fears. Um, And then we just keep reliving that and reliving that. What I'm really suggesting, I think I said this last week, is reveal it. Talk to people about it and feel it. Feel the pain, feel the, the adversity that you might have to go through and know that that's a process to everything in life. It's a season when the good things are going on. It's probably a season, three or four months when bad things are going on or not good things. It's probably three or four months. It's never as good or as bad as you think it is. After you feel it, then you can heal it. And that's how you have long-term success, and long-term highs in your life. Make those decisions and stay committed to the decisions that you make. So many times we make a decision as simple as getting up in the morning at six o'clock and going for a workout and the the alarm goes off at six o'clock and what happens? We hit the snoozer snoozer button. I think mine's eight minutes. And then we hit it again and then you hit it again and then you hit it again and lo and behold it's 6.30 and now you don't have time to get up and go work out and so you skipped your workout. You made the decision the night before, you just didn't stay committed to that decision. Set those goals. Don't be afraid. Focus on the solutions. Make some decisions and stay committed to the decisions. You will not fail as long as you don't quit. Never, never, ever quit. My name's Terry. I'm your friend. Have a wonderful day.